Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Ashley on the line, and we had actually worked together. Ashley was Ashley and Javier, correct? Xavier. Xavier. Okay, I was almost there. <laughs> Xavier okay. um, had came out and modeled for us uh, back in May, but uh, super excited to have her on here, like I had said. Uh, Ashley, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Awesome. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ashley Redman. I own Copper Clove Bakery. Um, I started back in March of 2016. So this month is actually my five-year anniversary. Um, And it's been uh, definitely a roller coaster ride. And the last few years have just kind of been straight uphill, which has been amazing for me. Um, I specialize in custom cakes, but I don't just do cakes pretty much anything and everything that is baked and sweet I can do. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the gist of that. Um, and I definitely have a style. I like to do um, whimsical cakes. I love doing fresh florals and buttercream florals. Um, I don't work with fondant at all, and I know that's a lot different than most Um, bakeries or people who do custom cake orders, Um, but I like to offer my clients a sweeter solution, I like to call it, Um, something that's more enjoyable to eat, Um, and when you decorate with buttercream, I think that it looks a lot more realistic than when you work with fondant, so that's just my personal style with the way that I decorate um, and design my cakes. I do buttercream only, whether it's Swiss meringue buttercream or American buttercream, um, that's my style, and, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And getting, you know, for you getting into the baking world, you know, what did that kind of look like? Were you, you know, kind of always in the kitchen, you know, with mom or grandma um, baking things? What, what did that kind of look like? Yeah, So I've always loved being in the kitchen. I remember from a very young age, whether it was cooking or baking, I wanted to help. Um, My mom made dinner every single night. Occasionally on the weekends, we'd go out to eat as a family. But every night she made dinner. And as I got older, uh, my mom actually spent a lot of time in and out of the hospital. And with that happening, I really had to kind of step up to the plate and make sure that the house was being taken care of. And so one of the responsibilities that I took on as a teenager was always making sure dinner was made. And I think that's where my like true passion for baking and cooking came from 
was just that it was a responsibility of mine and I really wanted to make things that were enjoyable to eat. They tasted good. The plate was, you know, beautifully presented. So that I think is where the main passion came from. But I've been baking since I was little. Anytime I'd go see my grandma Judy, she lives in she lived in Kingman and then she moved to Prescott. So it was always a few hours away. And every time I went up there, she always wanted to make chocolate chip cookies with me. And it was the only time I could have cookies for breakfast and not get in trouble. Um, so I definitely learned to love sweets from a young age. And through my experience in my teenage years cooking, I, I just fell in love with it. And I remember in high school, I had several friends and friends, parents and family that told me, you know, you have to do something in culinary, you have such a natural talent for it. And then I ended up going to ASU for criminal psychology. And, you know, here I am now baking. So I definitely did a total 360 went back to my roots. But while I was in college, I didn't do anything in the food industry. I've never worked at a restaurant. Um, I actually worked in retail, then I worked in collections and with loans. Um, And I just woke up one day and was like, why am I spending all this time doing something that I don't love and that I'm not passionate about? So I quit my job in March of 2016 and started baking the next week. And I've been doing that ever since. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't think I'd ever go back to not baking and, you know, doing something other than this. So that's, that's where my journey started. And um, currently I basically hold two jobs. I bake anywhere from 20 to 40 hours a week, given on my schedule, how much time I have and how much time I need to spend on certain orders. Um, But I do actually still hold a full-time nine-to-five job with an app development company. So right now I'm juggling uh, two jobs at once, but my end goal in the next few years is to be able to have a storefront um, where I can offer not only my custom cakes and orders, but offer daily baked goods like bread, muffins, coffee cakes, danishes, donuts. Um, so that's really my goal in the next few years is to be able to quit my nine to five job and solely do baking for the rest of my life. Sure. And um, I feel like, you know, it's one of those things that you know, it, you have to just go full throttle, literally into it, you know, and just full send, do all the things, you know, and, you know, you clearly have a passion into it, but um, I know you said you you were also just cooking, you know, in the kitchen as well. Do you see yourself mm-hmm. ever dabbling into the catering side of things, or do you more so just like the, you know, baking and baking. sweet? Okay. <laughs> So I actually started working on my cookbook that I'm hoping to release in 2022. So I have just as much of a passion for cooking as I do for pastries and baking. Um, I cook every single day. I go home and I cook dinner and I 
I hate to brag, but I always cook something amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> want to enjoy my food at home like I enjoy my food when I go out to dinner. Um, and, you know, like I feel like especially nowadays so many people talk about meal prepping and stressing the importance and planning and planning and planning, but at our household we definitely don't meal prep for dinners at all. We make everything from scratch every night, and me and Xavier really bond in the kitchen. We love cooking together. So, it's you know, it's something that we enjoy doing together every night, but I'm still so passionate about cooking food. So I, I wouldn't have it any other way because I love it so much. So every night it's, you know, recipe creations or tweaking previous recipes that I've put together. And, yeah, I'm currently working on perfecting 122 recipes that I would like to present in a cookbook. Um, so, yeah, that should be out next year. I'm shooting for September of 22. Um, and it'll include uh, cake recipes and sweet recipes as well. It's not just going to be a savory cookbook, but yeah, I definitely have a passion for both of those. And I really think that when I release this, anyone who buys it and uses it will see the passion for both throughout the book. Yeah, no, definitely. And I can just tell from you chatting, though, you know, like there's clearly yeah. passion there. You, you know, I haven't tasted any of your things quite yet, uh, but have definitely seen <laughs> we'll them. We'll change They're that. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Even, like, when we go out to restaurants, um, especially anyone who's listening that's familiar with restaurants like Buck and Ryder, um, I am obsessed with their shrimp scampi risotto. I get it every time I go. And I think it was maybe in November. I was like, I have to recreate this dish so I can make it at home. And I'm pretty sure I have tweaked it to perfection um, for that shrimp scampi risotto because I go to restaurants all the time and like I said I want to enjoy food at home like I enjoy food out and about and make it in a way that's easy for anyone who's not a professional cook to make you know I don't want the recipes to take you three hours in the kitchen to have you know a delicious dinner so I definitely love trying to replicate recipes that I enjoy in the kitchen at home. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And so then, what is your favorite sweet um, to make? To make. I have a few. Um, My great-grandma had a banana bread recipe, and it's from my mom's side of the family. Everyone in the family has that recipe, Any holiday that comes around, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas, this banana bread recipe is always made and handed out to everyone. Um, But, you know, as I got more interested in cooking and baking, I like to create, you know, Grandma Bernice's banana bread recipe 2.0 is what I like to call it. It has some tweaks to it. to make it just a smidge better and kind of re, um, what do I want to say, reintroduce the banana bread 
to a lot of people who don't like it. They either think the texture is off, the flavor is kind of funky, if they don't love, you know, bananas, if it's too banana-y. So when I recreated this recipe, I actually do a flour blend. Um, so I have celiac. So for the most part, I make everything gluten-free when I'm baking at home for myself. Now, for clients, I'll make it with your, you know, normal cake flour, all-purpose flour. But at home, I make everything gluten-free. And so I do a blend of almond flour and my gluten-free flour. And the almond flour in this recipe makes the bread so moist that even if it sat for a week, you wouldn't be able to tell that the recipe or that the bread had been, you know, a week old. It stays so fresh. And then I add some dark chocolate cocoa powder to it, and it just completely changes the banana bread. It still has that banana flavor, but it has this, like, fudgy, chocolatey gooeyness to it that is to die for. And when I make this at home, I have to hide a muffin or two or a slice of the loaf. Otherwise, I'm not going to get any of it. It'll be gone in a day or two. Um, and I'm a huge chocolate lover. So my favorite cake to bake, if I'm going to make myself a cake, is a triple chocolate mousse cake. It's yeah. incredibly easy to make for, like, anyone who is, you know, not a professional baker, wants something that's super easy to make that they could whip up in a matter of, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. Um, but it has a chocolate cake base. And I, again, I use dark chocolate cocoa powder anytime I'm making chocolate for me because I love the richness of it. And then mm -hmm. it's topped with a chocolate chip mousse and a white chocolate mousse and then fresh berries on top. It's amazing. If someone doesn't really like cake, you get the like soft, fluffy mousse and the fresh berries, and then you still have that, you know, gooey, dense cake at the bottom of it, and it's served chilled. Um, so you can just pop it in the fridge, make it a day or two ahead of time, and it stays nice and fresh with all the mousse on top. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably my third favorite thing to bake, if I had to pick, like, my top three, um, is actually a buckle. And I know most people aren't going to know what a buckle is right off the bat, but although it has a funky name, it's essentially – a fruit-filled coffee cake. So you have your crumb topping, you have your fluffy cake, and then you can either fold, like, blueberries or raspberries or, you know, cinnamon apples into the batter, or you can do the cake batter, your fruit, and then your crumble topping on top. But it's kind of the best of both worlds if you really like blueberry muffins and coffee cakes. You kind of just combine it all together, and you have this insanely great balanced, sweet, salty, you know, sponge cake with little pockets of jelly when the fruit cooks down. And I think it's amazing. I think everyone should have a buckle at some point in their life. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really, really yummy. Um, yeah. So I love anything. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I said those are probably my top three things to make. Just, you know, stuff that's super simple, banana bread, you know, 
a berry coffee cake and, and a layered mousse cake. Nothing too extravagant, but all of them, I swear, they're so good that you have to control yourself almost from just right. sitting there, taking the whole cake, you know, to bed with you at night and just sitting there and right. eating it all. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, so then, Ashley, how can we help you? You could help me with a follow on Instagram and just like word of mouth networking. Um, as my business grows, that just helps, you know, financially secure me with being able to open up a storefront and just really give me the confidence that I have a large enough, you know, following and client base for it to be successful. So if you can give me a like on Instagram, um, and then just networking through word of mouth, that would help me out more than you could imagine. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then one last nugget that you'd want to leave here with the listeners today. I think the last nugget I would like to leave with listeners is I think a lot of people um, sometimes get nervous when it comes to the budget of whether they're wanting to order for a wedding cake, they're wanting to order a custom order for a birthday, whatever the event may be, um, Sometimes I, I let someone know the price for something and I know it, it scares them away or, you know, that might not have been the budget that they had in mind for the size of the order that they were wanting. Um, so I just want everyone to know whether you're ordering from me or, you know, any other custom cake company or person is don't feel like hesitant or shy to say, hey, this is really the budget I have for this event. Can you work with me? What can you offer, you know, to fit in my budget? Um, because I'm all about working with a budget. I actually have a lot of fun doing or, like, working with that and saying, like, what can I do with this budget? How can I really make what the client is, you know, asking for, fit it into their budget and still make it look and taste absolutely amazing. So don't be afraid if you're on a budget and you still want to order a custom order. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's one of those things, you know, price does scare a lot of people away, but a lot of people, you know, I mean, especially with COVID, you know, we're willing to work because, we haven't, you know, a lot of us hadn't been working for four or five months now, you know, and so literally, I mean, and, and if you're a business owner listening to this, you know, everybody obviously has their mindsets, but um, I know a lot are in the mindset of any business is better than no business, you know. Exactly. It's some exactly. dollars coming like, into your, your, your bank account. <laughs> exactly, and, and whether you have a, a $50 budget or a $500 or a $5,000 budget. You know, yep. everyone should, you know, be able to have a beautiful cake or desserts at their event, no matter what mm -hmm. the budget is. So that's sure. why I'm like, hey, if you've got a budget, just let me know, and I promise right. I will work with you and still create something that is absolutely beautiful. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So then, yeah, Ashley, I super appreciate you being here on the podcast today and, 
you know, sharing uh, clearly, I mean, your passion and your love for baking and cooking and all the fun things. We'll definitely have to keep an eye out for your cookbook once it does come out. Um, you know, but yeah. as always, hope to definitely see you here soon. Thank you uh, so much for uh, being yes, on here thank today, you. and we'll chat with you here soon. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being on here as well, and I cannot wait to listen to the podcast. And, and it's always interesting to, you know, hear yourself and hear your answers, but just kind of get to reminisce in the moment and refill right. all the feels I'm feeling right now. So I'm very excited. Yes. and. You know, thank Yay. you for having me. I love watching everything you're doing, and I'm excited oh, for you, you as well. So, Thank you so much. Thank well, we'll definitely yeah. hopefully get together here soon, but uh, have a wonderful rest of your day, and uh, only, only wish you the best in your future endeavors, girl. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.